It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host with the most, if most is hair, and I do have the most amount of hair of anyone on the planet, even like newborn babies or, um, you know, those. remember those kids that used to call them up like werewolf faces you'd see like in the Guinness Book of Records, even them, or even Chewbacca. I genuinely have more hair than anyone on the planet. Anyway, that reminds me, I must make a little note for Billy, who does uh, this strange guest on a Thursday on my show, Get Werewolf Boy On. Right. What a podcast we've got coming up. It begins with Sam Allardyce. This is Big Sam or Breadhead, as a former player called him. Won't reveal who that was because otherwise Matthew Everton would kill me. Anyway, this is Breadhead talking about how he's prepared to talk about the Watford job on the Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast Show with Ian Holloway. Ian, it doesn't really matter much for me now. Now, you know, it, it, I'm Mr. Short Term anyway, like you mean. So, you know, I, you know, if somebody wants to come and do a job and it's only, it's only might only be to the end of the season, well, it, it's it's not it, it's not today for me to say, well, I'll stick a three year contract there. I want the security of that. It's if I want to go to a football club, it's whether I think I can help them get out of trouble, and whether I can actually do it again because I've done it as everybody knows quite a few times. And I don't want to go to a football club and finally at the end of the season get them relegated. I don't want that. I want them to stay in the Premier League. And then if I'm not the man to take them forward, then they've got the opportunity to find somebody who can. Six points adrift now, Sam. Uh, you know, they don't want to be losing anymore, that's for sure. You know, it's, it's going to be really tough. You know what it's like at Christmas. Who's there at Christmas normally stays there. But I, I felt they could get away with it, but their attitude for me was stinking uh, against Southampton. Don't get me wrong, give Southampton credit. I, they, yeah, they, I did think, though, Alan, I did think, though, Alan, for the, when you listen to the excuse about the VAR goal that should have got disallowed for Southampton when uh, the, the right winger flicked it past the defender with his hand, and they said they couldn't get the angle in time, but they did see it later on and they wouldn't give the goal if they saw it later on. And I thought, well, what a feeble excuse that was. <laughs> because that would have made a difference because that would have still been Watford at 1-0 up, not 1-1. Mm. And so they've been handed a disservice by, the, by the, the operators of VAR because who knows that Watford might have gone on to win that game and uh, it wouldn't be in the position they're in now because that three points... 
the first three points or the three points for Watford now is absolutely massive. Mm. It's not a six-pointer if they get one. It's more like a nine-pointer yeah. if, so, if they get the next win. So Sam, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you're not, you know, you've not got your new slippers out for Christmas yet. You're not. Um, I have. I've got them on now. Well, but you know, <laughs> would, would, would they come off of the old manager's uh, dugout shoes if the right offer came along? Keep us well, up. I would talk to talk. You'd have to talk to to whatever club is interested in Yellen and and yeah. find out what they what they're looking for and what they want. What you mean? And I think that uh, if you're comfortable with that, if you if you like in my position, then then you'll have a go again. Get get back in amongst the love it, mate. Love it. You know what I mean? Get yeah. back amongst it. Get, you know, get the old adrenaline going again. You know what I mean? So, uh, <laughs> but who knows? I mean, the wife still wants me to stay at home, and we've got to do buy a book to Christmas. So if it doesn't come off. You know where I'll be. <laughs> nice one, Sam. Love it. Lovely. Lovely. There you go. Sam is up for the fight if the deal is right. So there you go. Big Sam is ready to take over at Watford. Obviously, they need to be uh, in even more dire straits. Maybe in the new year, that's probably when he got the call. And then he'll do what he usually does and saves them. And then he'll quit, spend some time on the beach, uh, maybe in his Speedos, his budgie smugglers. And then he'll come back at Talk Sport, do more work, and then another club like a newly promoted side, will uh, again struggle over the Christmas period, again give him another £8 million to save him. Uh, money well spent, obviously, if you get £150 million, and so on and so forth. Time now to hear from the son of the Formula One supremo, Eddie. This is Simon Jordan on Pressbox with Danny Kelly, Sean Custers and Jonathan Northcroft. The gift that keeps on giving, if you like... It's Manchester United and uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Now, Simon, I'm going to I'm going to sideline you here yeah, because your you views yeah. uh, were oh, well known. given and they were given wide but wide uh, distribution uh, yesterday because um, you you just don't understand what a club of Manchester United stature is doing with this appointment. Um, another draw yesterday. Um, let's get a fresh voice on this, Jonathan. You you know you you, you say you you followed <clears> United particularly around Alex, Alex Ferguson. It was always going to be a problem for them to replace him over the years, but they've got to a place now, haven't they, where they've got a, a very popular ex-player and from every press conference, he seems to be a, a lovely and engaging mm. uh, fella, um, and even the players may be all for him. But the team's not improving, is it? It's not. Um... And, and, you know, in fact, there's an argument for saying it's, it's going backwards. It's the worst start for 30-odd years. There's the stat. It is that it is... But, Simon's the figures, man. It is provably, if, if that's to your, your benchmark points, their worst start mm. for three decades. Unbelievable. It is. But, I mean, look, I, I, I can see what he's doing. Um, and, you know, someone that really admires him, I do want it to work for him. I, I, there is progress at United. I look at... You know, Brandon Williams, I look at mm. Daniel James, uh, Mason Greenwood, Marcus Rashford's been rebooted, McTominay's developed. You know, those are the things that you hang your hat on if, if you're making the case for, for Solskjaer. At least there's an identity, at least there's an idea of, of where to take the club forward. And it's, you know, it has to get better in terms of results. But I, I think after the messing about for the last four or five years, I think they'd be foolish to to change again. So soon, I, I don't. I don't see apart from if if they felt that it was Pochettino or nothing, um, and there was a need to do it from that point of view. But I, otherwise, I think it would just be another change. I think the big the big factor at United, and I'm not original in saying this, is Edward Wood trying to run the football um, and and their lack of football vision, and and they need a director of football or they need somebody to to take charge. But until they get that, I think you know 
they, they can they can sort of shuffle the deck chairs around. But Sean, am I not right in thinking? Uh, sorry, that's like no. saying I'm right in thinking. Um, <laughs> Sean, it, it, the tr- the trouble is, no matter how much progress he made, it makes if this is the year that Liverpool finally mm. win the mm. title again with having brought in a charismatic, high-profile, yeah. previously successful manager. The shadow cast over whatever Manchester United do this season and Oligar Solskjaer is going to be enormous. And a manager they could have had as well, was he not? Yeah, well, Bob? yeah. yeah. Um, which is going to... Um, they might look at that sometimes and think, mm, I wonder if that's the way we should have we should have gone. And of course, I actually think it's more immediate, the problem. I think if Jose Mourinho turns up there on Wednesday and gives them a good thumping, I think that's going to be that's yeah. going to be a serious issue. We live issue. in hope, yeah. We live in well, hope. Well, that's going to be a serious issue, I think. You say you lost 3-0 at home to Jose Mourinho's Tottenham. Mm-hmm. They're not going to enjoy that one bit. And then you've got City and the Derby coming on the Saturday. After that, fixtures aren't too bad. But if they were seriously turned over, I do think Solskjaer would have a struggle We'll see how it goes. I couldn't begin to predict that game between uh, Manchester United and Spurs the way both teams no. are just now. There you go, that was Simon Jordan. Obviously, this being radio, you've no idea what he was dressed like. I can confirm he had yellow dungarees on no top and a big kiss-me-quick hat, which, um, as you would imagine, no-one's ever taken him up on that offer. Time now to check in with the two elder statesmen of the show, and by elder, I mean much elder. And incidentally, a record was set on their show. It's the first time ever that two people with a combined age of over 170 have been doing a show on any radio station, not just TalkSport, for more than 92 years. So well done to Paul and Andy. This is them talking about stuff. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, and I'm very much looking forward to the uh, Ballon d'Or tonight. Uh, yeah. I've nominated David Martin as Player of the Year. <laughs> Surely he's so, got to win it, I just it? knew this would be there. You're so bitter. You've worked with Alvin for like 20 years. <laughs> and then his son has this fantastic uh, game and a great result. Fantastic the first time game? Well, look, the first, it is for him. It was a great game. It wasn't a great game for you, the Chelsea It wasn't a fan. great game for him. What did he do? Well, it he doesn't... Threw look, his hat on two balls and won nearly at the post, and that was it. It didn't Tremendous. matter. He kept a clean sheet at the bridge, didn't he? Well, and there thanks, was a lovely... The I've not heard this yet, but apparently when it... Uh, live on air... Uh, Adrian, just the moment, I think the moment got to him. What Can we a hear that? Snowflake. Can we hear that back? Alvin Martin hugging his boy, Dave Martin. Honestly, I'm choking up. It's unbelievable. Dave has just uh, come to the side of the pitch, climbed over the barrier, come up the steps to Alvin, who was sitting next to us here at Stamford Bridge. They've had a big hug. It's so emotional, that moment. Honestly, I'm complete. I'm gone. Honestly, it could not happen to a nicer guy than Alvin Martin. He's seen his boy keep a clean sheet and win on his West Ham debut and Alvin, of course, a West Ham legend. That is pathetic. <laughs> I've never heard anything You're so, so bitter. Had it been against life. Spurs, you'd be sitting there saying, <laughs> I was so pleased for no, Alvin. No, I did say that yesterday. So pleased for David. No, I said that yesterday when I was on with uh, Max. I said, yeah. I'm very, very pleased for Alvin. I'm delighted for Alvin because he's a lovely man yeah. and, and, uh, and the family. I just wish it had been against somebody else other than Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there you go. So, <laughs> so bitter. As soon as I saw that result come in, I thought, I know what we're going to be doing at about <laughs> five past one. He's, he's going to get very bitter oh, about this. Yeah, but the way the press have gone on about it, you know, like, it's really <clears throat> player of the weekend in the garden. You've got to be joking. <laughs> Seriously, I've never heard anything ridiculous <laughs> in all my life. Honestly, West Ham had won the World oh Club Cup or something. Oh just one nil against a quite poor Chelsea team. <laughs> Absolutely playing without any energy whatsoever. They tried to win the game in the first 30 minutes. Mm, wow. Then the two other games they've played caught up with them. We made West Ham look brilliant. 
And, and you know, and that's the way it turned out. Well, frankly, Pellegrini's going to stay for another few games now. It's good for everybody else. Frankly, it was my champagne moment of the weekend. Not because it was Chelsea, just purely on the fact that it was Alvin's lad, and he yeah. finally got to play for the club he had supported. It's oh, a lovely story. Oh, lovely! Yeah, great. <laughs> okay, any. any... <laughs> God, <laughs> my life. It's all gone completely mad my, in this game. My life. Time now to hear David Seaman. I imagine he would laugh throughout his conversation about why Poch <laughs> would be the player's first choice <laughs> at Arsenal. This is him on the Allen <laughs> Brazil Sports Breakfast Show. Go on, Dave. Give us a laugh. If you ask the players, and that's most of the fans, they'd take Poch any day. And I would. You know, because we know he's a proven manager in the Premier League. What about Rafa? Would you take Rafa over Poch? I'd rather have Poch than Rafa, if I'm honest. Um, you know, and by the way, leave Yasser alone because he's all right where he is. <laughs> I knew you'd say that, yeah. Speaking of the Leeds fan, <laughs> let him get us up first. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that needs sorting out. Obviously, the managerial stuff, the inspired defenders, the team needs sorting yeah. It needs to be more defensive. It needs to be defend as a team as well. As an ex-player who played brilliantly for them, mate, does it hurt you sit there at home watching that? It must do. Oh, it does. It really does. You know, and, and you you see like the lads that are on TV now, like Martin and Lee and Ryan. By the way, watch Wright you think when he comes out of the jungle. He's going to be like, what has gone on? He's going to eat some of them. He'll be that hungry, mate. <laughs> yeah, but it does. It hurts, you know, because when we were there, we were we were expected to win trophies. It weren't like just being in the top four or anything like that. And then, you know, the fans were told that moving to the Emirates to, to be a bigger and better yeah, club. And, and things haven't worked out. Stay with Arsenal, Brendan Rodgers distanced himself from the vacant manager's position at Arsenal by saying, yeah, I do have a buyout, and if it wants to be met, then of course I'll jump ship. Or something along those lines, anyway. I have a contract here till 2022, and thus far, and I know managers are losing their jobs, but the club haven't indicated to me that they're going to sack me. I think they're pretty happy with how we're working. And like I said, I'm very happy so I have no need to look elsewhere. And I think logic would, would tell you. And I know that sometimes in your world it's not always logical, there's gossip and speculation. But why would I want to leave Leicester City at this moment in time? It's, I'm working with a young group of players that's got so much potential, that want to improve and want to develop. I was asked a question yesterday on, on my contract, talking about clauses and stuff like that there, and... I gave an honest answer, which was based around probably most managers have something in the contract. And by all accounts, that opened the door for something. So I think logic looks at it. And as I said, I repeat, I'm very, very happy here. I think there's there's a lot for us to grow and develop over these next few seasons. We're moving to a new training facility. I respect that there'll always be this speculation around jobs. And, and there's probably a number of other managers. But for me, I repeat, I'm happy here, very happy, and have great relations with all the people, and I feel that I want to continue with that. So, take from that what you want. And now time to hear from the man of the moment, that moment, of course, being the weekend. This is Alvin Martin talking about his son, David, on drive with Adrian and Goffey. What an amazing moment that was. Although, I've got to be honest with you, I turned on the telly as he was walking into the stands. I thought he'd just won Wimbledon. 
Anyway, this is uh, Alvin talking about his son on drive, and I'm guessing they'll also be talking about the fact that David should be in the next England squad and also have a chance of winning the Ballon d'Or next year. Great performance at the bridge. I think the thing that, that, that struck me going to the game, Goffey, is how much it meant to him. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, one of the one of the press guys uh, at West Ham, after he'd been there for about six weeks, um, met me at a game and he said, you know, since I've been here, I have never seen a player be so excited about being here. You know, and, and that and that it, that is the truth. That's not that's not just made up. That, that is the truth. So I knew what it it, it meant to him, uh, and he knew he knew what it meant to, to his family. And, and and so when you build it up to that, that was the thing I was worried about. He, he built it up so high over a period of a couple of days, where I was worried that you know that that was going to affect him. I, I know he's tough. I know he can handle things, but um, it it meant a lot. It meant a lot. And so um, from that point of view, he. When he came up the stairs and he knew he'd done it and it was over and you know he, he just didn't want to let anyone down. Mm. It's it, it's an incredible feeling as a parent because you played sport the highest level as well and I did and we, we you know the, the the highs that you get are unbelievable, but they are way down the pecking order when something like like that happens with with with, with a child of yours. You know you've seen him progress. You've seen him go through. Ups and downs. Some t- I came in here about a year ago, Adrian, to to do an interview after David made a, a, the biggest mistake of his career, and that those four days were probably the, four of the hardest days as a parent I've ever had. So to go from that, and that's the great thing about sport, to the other side of the spectrum, and enjoy something so wonderful is it's just incredible and it also i mean that says a lot about dave as well because i mean he's had uh, great times in his career he's had setbacks in his career it was a, it was a massive blunder in the fa cup last season uh, for millwall but then to show the character to come back and do what he's done at, mm. at chelsea and keep that clean sheet and, and listen it wasn't a save every two minutes he was making you know he wasn't pulling worldies out the, from the top corner but that clean sheet meant the world to him. You could tell that. Yeah, I think as well, Adrian. Um, I I left school when I when I was fifteen in nineteen seventy four, um, and I'd been I'd had a um, an offer from Everton to sign an apprenticeship uh, an apprenticeship eight pound a week plus me keep, and for some reason inexplicable, I, I've never been able to explain it. I decided to jump on a train and come to West Ham for a trial. So I turned down. I remember sitting in an office with Ray Minchill, who was a youth development officer uh, at Everton, and I said to him, I'm not signing, I'm going to go to West Ham. He said, well, have they offered you something? I said, no. He said, well, I said, I'm, going, I'm going for a trial. And he looked at me puzzled and said, I th- he said, I think you better go and have a word with your dad. <laughs> and I went out and I said to me, Dad, I'm going to West Ham. I just know I'm going to West Ham. And I went there and I signed for £8 a week, exactly what Everton had asked me, but I cannot explain it. The only thing I would say is on Saturday... Uh, the way they got behind Dave, mm-hmm. that's the reason. That's the reason. It was uh, it was very special. I mean, I think whatever had happened, they would have been. Mm. It's just such a. Well, they were singing moment. his name, weren't they? Yeah, they were singing his name, and when you when you watch the game um, in in the first half, and I think that's what it is. I mean, having seen it with my children, trying to copy what your father's done is never easy as well. And I think that emotion would have come out in David as well, knowing his dad was a legend at that football club for him then to get the opportunity to make his debut. He thought he'd never do it. 33 years old, released by Millwall, goes to West Ham, probably thought he's best he'll sit on the bench. 
and then he's playing at Stamford Bridge. It's, it's, it is an incredible story, an incredible story. But I think the other thing to remember here, I, I heard the, the, the crowd, and, and again, I've, I've said thank you on Twitter, um, and I'll, I'll say it again tonight, the people who were at Stamford Bridge I'm, were su- supporting West Ham, you were brilliant for my son on, on Saturday, mm. and I'll, 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 it meant a lot to me there. And I think what we, we should understand it as well, when you hear, and you've experienced this, Goffey, and I have, and I don't think Adrian has, people singing your name <laughs> in, in a loving way, it's inspiring. It's inspiring. You, you cannot imagine how great it makes you feel and how confident it makes you feel as well. So to hear them chants yeah. before the game even started on Saturday was, was, was a wonderful thing, and, and I do thank them from the bottom of my heart. I did hear Norwich fans singing my name once. <laughs> I wouldn't say, I wouldn't describe it as loving. Paul Hawksby here, and you're listening to TalkSport Daily. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oh, well, that's nearly it, but whoa, whoa, whoa there. Take your hand off the stop button and put it on the button that says this is going to be fun. I mean, hypothetical, obviously, you don't actually have one of them on your iPod. You probably don't even have an iPod. Kids listen now going, what's an iPod? Ask your parents. In fact, don't bother wasting time talking to your parents. You've probably not spoken to your parents for months. You just go up to your room as soon as you get in from school. Go on your iPad. You FaceTime people. Go on WhatsApp groups. You eat your meal. You're not even thankful. Don't even say hello to your mum or your dad. Go back up to your room. Then you go to bed. You get up in the morning. You put your rucksack on. You run downstairs. You don't even have breakfast or kiss your mum and dad goodbye. And then you go out to school and see your mate. And that's it. Over and over again. Have some respect for your parents. <clears throat> anyway, it's time now to hear the best bits from the sports bar. 
Messi is still and will always, for my money, be the greatest player that's ever worn a pair of football boots. And he's yeah, still the doing it, Will. player that's ever played in La Liga, and that's it. Okay, but, you, but you said he's only done it, but Will, you said, you said when you came on, he's only done it in La Liga, not in the Premier League. Well, Van Dijk's doing well, it in the no, Premier I'm League saying, and not done not, it in La Liga. He's not done it internationally either. He's not done it internationally either, has he? Well, he has. He's, 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 that's, that's, so that's a myth, actually. His numbers for Argentina are very good. He's done it. It's prolific. He's in La Liga. He's, you tell me another stage what he's done it in. Well, he has done it. He's been to a World Cup final. Yeah, did he win it? No, but if, if you've just asked, what's he done at international level? I said he's got to a World Cup final. Yeah, yeah. Did I he can't get the believe it. Who should have won the Ballon d'Or, Will? It's nothing. I'm not rang up. Who should have won it? Who should have won it? Who should have won it? is the best player that's ever played in La Liga. Who should have won it? Who should have won it? For winning the Champions League and the effect he had on the Liverpool, Van Dijk. See, you've just done it. So the argument you just put up against Messi, I can throw straight back you about Virgil van Dijk. He's done it in one league. He's never done it in international football. Never won the league. Never won. He never won his own league. And he's only no, been doing I'm, it. I'm taught, I'm taught. Right, I rang, I rang up because Messi is so overrated. I think Ronaldo, and this is from a Liverpool fan, this, Ronaldo is such a better player than Messi because he's done it indifferently. That doesn't make don't him a better agree? player. No, I don't. I don't agree. I don't agree. You, yeah, you, uh, Mess, you, it, makes, you, it makes him a better footballer. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It d- doesn't. On the league he it doesn't make him a better footballer. It doesn't. Will you swap Salah for him? Would I? No, not at all. Not at all. He's a crybaby as well. How many goals has Salah got this season? Is it six in the league? Doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. doesn't matter. Are you right? I should have left it at just no. I should. I'd, I'd won that argument there. Wouldn't swap Salah for Messi. What, let me just say that again. Would will the Liverpool fan wouldn't swap Salah for Messi? Yeah, I mean, incredible. Mind blow. Mind blow. Well, that's it for another podcast. Good work, everyone. Well done. Uh, just time for a quick email that's come in. It says, uh, Hi, Andy. Love the podcast. Currently listening while I'm playing football manager. And I uh, have the option to buy David Martin for Real Madrid for just over £200 million. Shall I do it? Of course, you should. Absolute bargain. He's going to be a superstar, that kid. Superstar! Great performance again at the bridge. <laughs> anyway, that's it. That's all we've got time for. Thanks so much for listening. Remember to press subscribe and any other button that would allow you to be lazy in your life and not have to think about downloading one podcast. I mean, how hard can that be? Just to literally press a button, click, click. Like, you've got to press subscribe. I mean, you've got to press the button in the first place to subscribe, but that's only once rather than every single morning when you go click. Anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about. Thanks for listening. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.